Hello. What it do, my dear friend? It do. It does do a lot. It does it do a lot, you know? I understand. I understand completely. I just really want to say, you know, since it's, you know, the time of giving thanks, uh, I just want to say I'm grateful for you. And I'm grateful that uh, you're able to make it do what it do. You know what I mean? Time of giving thanks. Bro, that shit has passed, bro. Thanksgiving is over. We don't give thanks no more. We get thanks. All right, so. What do you mean? Because, you know, Thanksgiving, that's where the gives that's where the thanks gives. Now we're in Christmas. That's where we get thanks. AKA gifts. Get gifts. Wait, but if we give gifts, aren't we getting Oh, yeah, 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 you're right cuz if we give gifts, we're getting thanks. That's right. So therefore, we're not giving thanks unless we're getting gifts. <laughs> yeah, somebody somebody passed yeah. discrete math, I see. Yeah, you know me, bro. I got to, you know, this is a quick little t- side away, a little cutaway. I'm still pissed that I got a B in discrete math. You know, haha. Our saying got a B when I thought I was going to get an A that semester. So, you know, I'm, just, I'm still a little salty. What was your about last it, minute we'll, on we'll the final? Uh, I think it was just like my performance overall, just cumul- <laughs> cumulatively rounded out to be a B. And I was like, Damn, I thought, like, I was vibing with the class, too. You know, it was one of those few classes where I was like, damn, okay. I understand. I see what's going on here. Yeah, one of the very few. Nah. One of the very few. One of the very few, because you know I don't know how to read. Uh, yeah, unfortunate. Unfortunate, though. But we like giving giving people opportunities to, to you know, make more of themselves, which is why I asked you to be a co-host. First Thank illiterate you, co-host. See? And that's why I'm giving thanks. There we go. There Wait. we go. Yeah, I don't know what the hell we talking about, but we got a lot of stuff to. I mean, I don't, is it a lot? We'll see. We'll see when we start talking. Maybe we'll have a little free time at the end. You know, you know how you be in in class in elementary school, and the teacher's like, "Yeah, if we get mm-hmm. through this, you'll have at least five minutes of free time or ten minutes of yeah. free time." And you're like, "Oh no, nah, bro, free time, free time." So that's what that's what's about. That's to a whole nother. That's a whole nother. That was a whole nother playing field back in the day. I know. I used to go crazy for free time. Sometimes you get some impromptu recess moments where they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna go mm. outside today." I don't know. Now that I'm like older, I'm like, "Dang, the teacher must have been growing through going through some shit those days." Where they're like, "Yeah, we're just not. <laughs> we're not teaching our ABCs today. We're just gonna send these fucking kids outside." Um, going through a messy divorce or something. Something. Like that, huh? Something. Lost a settlement. Something. But yeah, Jeez. but as a kid, it was like, let's go. This was not supposed to. We were happen. turned up. Absolutely, absolutely. We um, but anyways, we got some good stuff to talk about. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Let's do it. You know the deal. One, two, three, and then we're in. Or is it three, two, one? I think it's three, two, one. Three, two, one. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 180 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what's that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. 
Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the master curator, Arsene Lakpa. Hey, guys. You know, Arsene Lakpa here. You know, today we've, uh, we're here curating some stuff, okay? We've got a nice little list of things that we're going to tell you about. I'm not going to get too into it. You know, I'm going to let my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the hoop man, you know, really give us the breakdown, the run through. But I just want to let you guys know we've been curating, bro. Like, imagine we're like, imagine we're like the Gordon Ramsay of curation. OK, we're like, you know, Gordon Ramsay in the kitchen. He's a legend. He's out here whipping up this. He's whipping up that. That's what we do with curating lists. And that's that's all I that's all I can give you guys until we uh, get into the topic. However, however long it may take for us to get to the topic. All right. You know, that's that's a really good introduction you gave us there because we are going to be master curators, Um, not just me, but you as well. Uh, We're going to be a tag team of curation curios. I don't even know what kind of fucking alliteration Mm. that was. I low-key think curios is a word. It is, but I don't know if it it means what. Yeah, I didn't use it right. I definitely didn't use it right. Um, before we get into the show, guys, just a quick reminder. If you guys want to help support the show. Oh, yeah. Don't think don't think I forgot. I went on a rant last week talking about, hey, you guys need to rate the show. Stop playing around. Dang. You know, and if I don't if I don't see more than and I remember the number too, 25, I don't see more than 25 ratings. When I look right now, whew, I'm going to be kind of heated. I'm not going to lie. Ooh, we shutting the whole thing down, ain't we? I'm going to be a little going to be a little we might shut the whole down the whole thing down let's see let's shut it see. down Mm-mm-mm. I, this is not good guys 25 ratings zero reviews in the last week you know out of all the people that listen to this episode Sheesh. we can't get together and get one we could get together and get one guys come on you know i was gonna give away a ps5 today if if i had one wow. review but wow yeah, i mean I just threw it away. It's in the trash now. That's a, that's unfortunate. That was, Let the that raccoons was have it. I heard it. Yeah. Let yeah. the raccoons have it. Let the raccoons have a good Christmas because y'all don't want one. All right. Let's try again next week. I might do a giveaway. I might not. Well, it all depends on if the reviews come in. All right. I'm not trying to bribe nobody. I got games to give away, bro. I'm not trying to bribe I got, nobody. I got plenty of games. I want an honest review. Honest, up and up review. But, you know, if it's not five stars, do we want it? Maybe, maybe not. I just wanted to be honest. Uh, and we'll try again next week. And we'll keep trying until we get that review number up. Anyways, guys, if you guys want to know how to help support the show, well, you can go review it like I just went on a rat and said. Otherwise, you guys can uh, go to playerplayerpod.com. Look, you guys got me stumbling. Oh, my. You're going to get me heated. Y'all going to get me <laughs> heated. Go to playerplayerpod.com. All the information about the show is there. All the information about us is there. All our social media links, everything is all on playerplayerpod.com. Learn about the show. Share us with your friends, your family, your coworkers, whoever's interested in video games or who's whoever's interested in a good old conversation. Share it with them. Spread the word out. Let's get this podcast growing. You guys can also donate monetarily by going to the bottom of playerplayerpod.com and visiting our Kofi link. You guys can donate as low as a dollar, but don't feel pressured to support monetarily. Really, as long as you guys review and share the podcast, that's all we really ask for. Also, we would love to keep the conversation going. So please go to playerplayerpod.com slash discord to get an invite to the discord channel. Join up, talk to us about video games, the upcoming game awards on Thursday, all of the above 
that's it, man. That's all there is. Let's just jump right into the show. How you doing, man? Let's do it, bro. I'm I'm living right now. Okay, bro. I've got a little video game adjacent story to tell. Ooh, I like that. Um, and I think we may we may cover it, you know, a little bit later on in the episode, a little bit more on the monthly cooldown. But your boy's birthday is coming up um this weekend. Okay, um, actually see. not this weekend, next Monday. Let me see. Um, yeah. December thirteenth. Oh, I played the laugh track. That is not right. That's not right. That's, That's crazy. How you gonna do me That's like that, bro? Wait, so, yeah. the... so I, I'm a joke, huh? Mm, My existence is a joke. You know, My birth is a joke. You know, that's, you. that's not exactly what I was trying to say. Here we go. Okay, that'll work. That'll work. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Work. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Anywho's it's um this past weekend got a nice little early birthday gift from my mother, um she really turned up and turned out um one time for your boy and hooked me up with an Oculus Quest Two. Okay. Or uh, sorry that that's that might be redacted now a Meta Quest Two. Oh, okay. I, don't, I think Oculus is completely out of here. I don't want uh, Mr. Zuckerberg to dox us and uh, and destroy our podcast. It's not uh, called no damn Meta Quest Two. Bro, I shit you no not. It's called way. MetaQuest now. Oh my even, god, like, it is. It, it's not like a. It's not. It's like still Oculus on like a lot of the packaging because like you know shit's just like already shipped out. Wow. But like they call it the MetaQuest too. They really are. Like, when you boot Oculus's it up, is it, is it is it does it say Meta? It still shows the Oculus logo. Um, there's still so lots they, of Oculus brands. They haven't inside, been able to, to rebrand and fast enough. Nah, because the website rebranded fast. Oculus.com. Definitely says MetaQuest now. It says MetaQuest. That's insane. Yeah, so shout out MetaQuest. Shout out my mom. Uh, yeah, I'm a VR gamer now, folks. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna let y'all know that right now. Um, it, this is definitely a solid little uh, little birthday gift here. It, it is still to be determined on how long, you know, how much value is gonna get out of it. But so far, it's got like a lot of promise, like oh, way more than I was originally expecting. Um, I mean. Right out of the bat, Beat Saber was the first game I got. You know, it's just like your, uh, it's like a VR Guitar Hero, basically. Um, so, Angelique and I have been having a lot of fun with that bad boy. Nice. Um, there's another uh, little VR game that I'm, I might talk about a little later on here, here and there um, that I'm having a lot of fun with. So, yeah, man, the Oculus, they, they got me. They, they're, they're slowly reeling me into the vr world um you're gonna see me with neo morpheus and trinity in just a few uh in just a few years yes sir because uh, i might not be coming back oh. i might not be coming back to the real world oh. based off of uh what i'm seeing here i don't know if we and, like that uh in the oculus yeah we we like that we like that we'll do like a you know we're already across the country doing the podcast why don't we go across the the dimensions how about that Dang. let's add more babies spider-verse beat you to it unfortunately spider they did beat me to it but you know we're trying to capitalize off of something that's uh already popular you know just like mr beast and squid game okay i see you i know see I mean? okay we're, we're gonna be the mr beast we're gonna make it even more popular wow you know what I, mean? I i get you i get you for sure you understand i understand, you understand. i'm locked in but yeah that's uh that's that's my little quick little story i wanted to share uh the oculus quest i'm definitely gonna be uh raving and ranting about it over the next couple of um i don't know however long i'm playing it actively and we'll see bro i'm really liking it i don't have what's your uh your vr experience i'm sure you you've tried have you tried like vr and stuff in the past or? yeah yeah i've tried vr a couple times okay uh there's an infamous story of me using i don't remember what it was it might have been an oculus at pax like several years ago 
and got super sweaty, super like motion sick. And I was like, oh, no, nah, y'all got to get me oh, the fuck nah. out of here. I didn't even finish the demo because I was like, no, nah, this is this is just not going to work for me. But, you know, since then, I have had other experiences. I played uh, like uh, Squanch Games. What's that? What's that one Squanch Games game? Uh, uh, Trover Saves the I Universe. Played, uh, Trover Saves the Universe demo at PAX one year. That was you know pretty fun. And I think it's all about the moving situation. If the person's actually walking, that's gonna fuck me up every every time. Mm, you know, I don't you, I don't need you. to actually be walking. You're gonna mess up my uh, calib- my brain calibration. Your equilibrium. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I also played uh, Oculus at a friend's house, played Beat Saber, played some other little games, and those were really fun, too. So I'm down with it as long as it's the right game. Nice, nice. Cool. Yeah, I just wanted to see where you are, where you were at with your uh, your VR experience. But, yeah, man, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm sold on it, and I'm excited for the future of VR. Okay, perfect, perfect. I'm excited to hear more of uh, your stories and, like, you know, more of the games that you end up trying out. Uh, it seems like a lot of people get it, play it for a bit, and then stop. So I'm curious to right. see how your pace it, pacing is for the VR. I don't expect you to play it 24-7, but every time you bust it out, I'll be interested to hear your impressions. Yep. What else you got for me? All right, bro. Um, That's pretty much it for me, other than the fact that you know we're still rocking in Athens. Um, this is the last week, so starting next week, we'll be back, um, I think, for good question wow. mark we'll see we'll see how it goes uh praise him yeah you're right so <laughs> we'll be back in time for me to really get some full uh full on halo time um some full time with my oled tv um yeah it'll be a good time starting next week but yeah that's pretty much it for me bro bro what's uh what's going on with you nice, up on the west nice. coast so um not a lot uh what's going on yeah, Amanda was gone this weekend at a bachelorette, so it was just me uh, and the dog, Flora, at home, chilling out. Um, Big dubs. It was a good weekend, got a lot done, uh, you know, played some Returnal, uh, played Guardians of the Galaxy, I'll talk about that a little later, um, played a little bit of Halo, just just been chilling. Um, we finally got caught up in Demon Slayer. Uh, watched, got through Let's the movie go. arc, and then made it right in time to watch the first episode of the newest arc. Absolute fire! First episode, very, very excited about uh, the season um, of Demon Slayer. You know, I don't know how many episodes. I don't know what to expect, but so far they they hyping it up pretty nicely. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then other than that, I am trying to do a little pet project. Uh, practicing my coding skills as always, stuff like that, putting together a little blog, a little video game blog. Um, I'm not going to, it's not, it doesn't need to be a surprise. If you listen to the podcast, you're getting a little sneak peek. Um, Mm, so I'm listening, you know, I'm just, I, I did the design for the past like day or two. Um, just like a basic design. Don't have like a name or anything like that in mind or or a color scheme or anything but i have the general idea so i'll probably finish up the design today tomorrow code it up and hopefully it'll be done by next week that's my that's my hope let's see if i can code it up that nice, fast so nice. that'll be fun that'll be a nice little project to launch and 
And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Nothing else for me. I'm excited for the Game Awards on Thursday. Yes. We live streaming? Hell no. We're live. Dang. Live. Uh, We're live watching. Live watching. Live watching. We'll, we'll have, we'll be in the player, player pod chat, you know, have a thread going, all that good stuff. So that'll be a good time. Nice. Let's get into the topic, man. Let's get into the topic. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give you guys a little sneak peek on the rest of the year, right? Because we got a couple more weeks and it's jam packed. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Next week, we obviously need to react to the Game Awards, all the stuff that happens there, all the announcements, the the awards. We got to make good on our bet, all that good stuff. Um, the week after that, I wanted to do just a year in review uh, of both the console manufacturers, so or all three, the big three, so Nintendo, um, Microsoft, Sony, and kind of do like a first generation report card even though the switch is not technically the first generation we're just going to do like a this this year report card um and then the final week of the year we'll do our game awards where we'll talk about our top 10 games of the year and crown like a game of the year and all that good stuff um so that's the year so before we do that you know i felt like we're going to be talking about our favorite games, all that stuff. But I want to talk about just general games we want to recommend to people, general accessories and stuff we picked up this year that we want to recommend people. What should people be looking into now that games are starting to get on sale, um, now that mm-hmm. we kind of know the breadth of uh, what what was out there this year, what you know, we played a lot between the both of us. What are we going to recommend people to definitely pick up and try out, um, whether it be on Game Pass or with car- hard, cold cash um so i have a list prepared uh i'm sure you should have a list prepared right and uh i do you know together we'll combine we'll do a little uh fusion a little dragon ball z fusion ha situation combine our list and and come up with like the ultimate holiday game guide all right Um, let's do it let's get into it so i broke my list down into a couple categories and maybe you can insert your uh games into these categories as well um so first off i have testing out the tv all right you may or may not have games for this category but if you do we'll throw them in here testing out the tv so this category is for games that are you know really really crisp looking things that you just got a ps5 you just got a series x you just got a new lg ol uh c1 or or whatever tv you really want to like put it through its paces even if you got a new monitor right what games uh should you play to really take advantage of that hardware uh so i'll start with my list um and if you have anything you can uh you want to add on you'll we'll add on and then i can talk about some of the games and we can discuss a little bit before moving on so uh cool just to start out Ori, Will of the Wisps, uh, mm, nice. Tetris Effect Connected, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Forza Horizon 5 I have here in this category. Nice. I didn't have too many um, on this particular category. I was just looking at my little list here. I had Forza okay. as well. Um, and the other game that I had um, is Returnal. Mm, I think it's a really pretty a looking one. game, despite being... Uh, very like dark in places. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it 
really i think does showcase like a lot of like you know beautiful scenery um if you if you like even look at or i guess watch this there's like this one like mini documentary on like some of like the environments that the returnal devs like did Ooh. take a look at that then boot up your oled or your new monitor or whatever play returnal if you have access to a ps5 obviously um and then you just really have an appreciation for that so um yeah returnal is my i think that's my, my number one pick for for this little category nice so yeah some background uh i got the lg c10 last year or was it the beginning of this year i don't know it was a it was it was last year because i had it before the con- the consoles came and um so i've played a lot of the, all these games i've played this year but um ori is the one that i think hits 120 frames per second or i think it also has an 8k option uh this game looks absolutely gorgeous like, mm. it looks insane on the tv it looks insane running on the next gen hardware i'm sure it looks insane on the pc uh probably one of my like you know favorite looking games on this list uh just because the art style is so great uh, the fluidity of the gameplay looks fantastic and uh, it's just overall a incredible game considering like it came out on the xbox one generation during the xbox one generation so shout out to ori tetris effect connected we've talked about this on the show before super relaxing but the colors are you know really really pop and and, and are vibrant um especially on next-gen consoles and on a on a nice TV. Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, you know, just a generally good-looking game. You can zoom in, see the furs, the individual furs on the characters and stuff. Absolutely insane. Um, and then Forza Horizon 5, just once again, a good-looking sim game. Uh, just kind of one of the first few showcases of, of next-gen hardware on the Xbox Series X. So that's that. Moving on. Nice. A category that I think will probably be our biggest category. Uh, indie darlings. All right. So this is mm. for all the indie games. Or, you know, we can we can uh you know go back and forth with how we wanna categorize indie. We can we can be a little liberal. But I guess we can go back and forth on this one because I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about some of these if we haven't talked about them yet. Um so go ahead and give me one. Give me one to throw on the indie okay. darlings list. Uh, just right off the the bat, we got Death Store. Obviously, we've talked uh, a lots about Death Store this year. Um, it's a solid video game. You know, when you play Death Store, you feel like you're playing like a, a game game. Something that you know, if you gr- if you've grown up with uh, games throughout your life, it feels like you know, like reminiscent of like games you might have played when you're younger. And then if you're new as a gamer, it's very accessible. Um, it's not like it's a too. It's not like it's super challenging. Um, to the point where you're 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 turned away from like gaming forever or something like that. So Death Door, yeah, nice little nice little game on the to start us off. Totally, that's on my list as well. Death Door, fantastic. Um, if you only play one indie game this year, uh, Death Door is a really really good one to play. I, there's it just has a certain charm about it um, that you know took us by storm and basically a lot of people by storm when it dropped and um i don't like i remember i feel like i it had first came on my radar at e3 
because they showed a trailer. Because yes. you know there were other games I. I don't remember seeing anything about it before right, E3. Right, right, because there were other games I was interested in. A couple of indies I was excited. Twelve Minutes was one of them, unfortunately. But Dust Door popped up <laughs> out of nowhere, and it came out relatively soon after, and it was incredible. Um, so shout out to what they were able to do with that game, Acid Nerve. Um, moving right along, Inscription recently talked about this. Um, mm-hmm. previous podcast just finished it uh, not too long ago. Uh, this game is really, really unique. Um, the stuff it does, um, is you know, is really cool. Um, I enjoyed the the journey, and I was definitely surprised uh, throughout the journey as well. So, um, I think this is kind of like if you're interested in in card game mechanics. Um, and, and you want to play a true game that will take you for a ride. Inscription is that. Nice. Um, back to me. I'm going to recommend Going Under. Oh, uh, yeah. came out, like, second half of last year. Um, but I didn't f- really, like, finish it until right at the beginning of this year. Um, yeah, it's a solid little... If you're into roguelike games, um, it's got, like, the typical uh action hack and slash style of gameplay um you pick up your weapons and they like break and degrade over time kind of like breath of the wild here um and yeah it's it's fun it's very funny uh the whole like premise of the game was like you're sort you're in like a a fail a failing tech startup or something like that so if something like that intrigues you i know we got some you know west coast uh listeners up in seattle i know y'all i know y'all love your little startups and your tech company so it's true it's um true. check out going under nice um i still haven't beat that game or you have to just just give it a little it, it's not that bad you know what i mean i mean i i beat the first like phase i guess the first half i got really close first to the half of the too. game yeah and I, I just was like uh Actually, no, I, I beat the yeah, I beat the first half. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do this again. Um, Dang. Next on my list, I'll do a like, two-pack game bundle here. Little Nightmares 1 and 2. <laughs> Little Nightmares I played for the first nice. time this year. Yeah. Little Nightmares 2 released earlier this year. Um, I think these games are, you know, master class in storytelling. You know, doing a lot through gameplay doing a lot through environmental storytelling doing a lot through everything except actual dialogue which i think is always fantastic right um the developers i think do this best are play dead who make the limbo and inside games but little nightmares you know is pretty much just as good um especially with their own aesthetic and their own story to tell um Little Nightmares 1, going into Little Nightmares 2 is just a really cool journey. It's really cool to see what they do with the whole like Little, little Nightmares universe that they that they built. So, shout out to those. I, th- I think they're both fairly cheap, too. So, I think those two are great pickups. Pick them up. Um, next up, a nice little, little very niche game here. Uh, Boomerang X. Talked about it um, middle of this year because it came out, I think, in June or July. Um, even bought the boomerang for it, you know, so I'm a dedicated fan. Oh, yeah. here. I think I'm definitely, uh, I think I'm, um, you know, capable of really selling this game here. If you are into like, you know, fast paced first person, I would consider this technically a shooter game. 
Um, and it's a very small game. It literally only takes like three hours to beat. You got to pick up Boomerang X. You're constantly zipping and flying around. You feel like a superhero the entire time um, throughout this like wave-based combat. And um, despite there it being very story light, the environment itself is like kind of the environment and the gameplay is what really sells you um, and the art style as well. So Boomerang X, you got you got to pick it up. I mean, it's only three hours long, bro. You're not going to be wasting any time. I think it's like a $15 game as well. I don't think it's a, a waste of time or money here. So pick up Boomerang X. Right, I got I to pick that one up myself. Yes. Uh, moving right along. This is a big one here. It's an indie, but it is insane. It's a big indie. That's Outer Wilds. Uh, Outer Wilds, Ooh. I played last year, and this year the Echoes of the Eye DLC came out, so I revisited it. And, I mean, we've talked about this, you know, to exhaustion on this podcast. Go back and listen to the Outer Wilds episodes. But, uh, yeah, this is probably one of the best puzzle games I've ever played. Um this is probably one of the best games I've played, period. Um, just like the unique nature of the puzzles that they present to you, the u- unique nature of the gameplay, um, how they want you to progress, how you do end up progressing, all of that stuff is just insane. You you got to play this game. And, and, and like I said a couple episodes ago, the DLC is probably the best crafted DLC I've ever played where I'm amazed that they captured that same kind of like shock and awe feeling I had when playing the first game and solving those Mm -hmm. puzzles. Um, And they were able to recreate that just, just as good the second time around. So um, out of while it's a must play. Must play even. And this is coming from me, the guy who, you know, kind of had, you know, some mixed feelings towards, uh, the game originally this is a i still think this is a must play game that everybody should uh pick up at some point if you're into the whole like puzzle solving and figure th- figuring things out it's almost like an extended escape room you know what i'm saying there you go i love escape rooms there you go um next up for me um indie wise we're bringing it down you know not as grandiose as outer wilds um dodgeball academia <laughs> Okay, um, okay. Another game I mentioned uh, that you have not made your way to just yet. I, hey, I booted it up. Pass. Don't say I haven't made you my way. You did boot it up. I, made, I watched the intro. You did boot it up. There you go. There you go. Um, this game, I, in my opinion, it was a very unique game. Um, obviously, the premise of it is pretty crazy. You're going to a school for dodgeball. Dodgeballing is like a like a big thing in this universe. Um, and your character is like, yeah, I want to be the greatest uh, dodgeball player. You know, some anime type shit. Like the entire game itself, like, or the story gives like a very like anime esque feel to it, um, and which by the end leaves you feeling like the same level of satisfaction that you would um, while watching any like shonen type of uh, anime. So, um, yeah, and the gameplay itself, it's like you've got these three v three dodgeball battles where you're just like slinging balls at each other. Uh, pause. <laughs> um but it's a but it's still a great time so uh dodgeball academia pick it up and you know it's on game pass so you pick up game pass you're getting dodgeball academia this man over here talking about slinging balls ain't no whoa way. i didn't say that bro i think you did i think you did nah, not me moving on another game pass game the forgotten city uh yeah this game was kind of a another one that came out of kind of nowhere it was 
it's basically made on top of Skyrim. It's a Skyrim or Oblivion. I think it's Skyrim, right? Is it Skyrim or Elder Scrolls? I think it was Skyrim. Yeah, I think, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm pretty sure it's Skyrim. Skyrim. It's built on top of Skyrim, but basically all that means is it's in the like Skyrim engine, but it's its own complete game. Um, it's good. Like it's very unexpected. Um, it's very unique and like we've had a lot of good puzzle games. Oh, I guess maybe not that many, honestly. Uh, besides the Outer Wilds, kind of like putting the putting the category on its back. Um, it's a really cool like puzzle game, murder mystery type situation, um, and it doesn't take that long to play. Um, so highly recommend it. Um, I think it's I think it's a sleeper hit of this year. Uh, especially since it's on Game Pass. Go check it out. Nice. Um, Next up for me on the indie side, uh, I think I'm running out here. Okay. Actually, I might save this one for like a separate category. Okay. Um, so I think I'm I'm tapped out. I got a couple more games here, about four or five more games, but uh, I think they can slot into different categories. Okay. Let me ask you, is It Takes Two an indie darling? If not, uh, we'll hold Yes, it. It is an indie darling, but I wanted to save it potentially if we wanted to, you know, consider a co-op category. But I mean, oh, I have, we're already talking about. I it have now. zero co-op games, but do you have co- how many co-op games do you have? Uh, it takes two. <laughs> okay, let's just throw it into this category. It <laughs> let's takes throw it two. In here. It is a co-op game. Uh, I don't know if it's indie. It's an indie game technically because you know Hazelight Studios is a pretty small studio, but they're backed by EA. Um, so Mm -hmm. there's that, but for a a small studio, this game was incredible. Uh, I mean, I really can't hype it up more than Joseph Ferris himself hyped it up. And he said he will pay you a thousand dollars if you play through this entire game and you're not surprised (laughs) at least once. And let me tell you, even if I said, okay, give me two mulligans Give me three mulligans. I still would not be able to get that $1,000 from this man because this game surprised me at every single turn. I can't recommend this mm-hmm. game enough. Yeah. I mean, this is like the perfect couch co-op and even online co-op game. Um, so if you've got somebody to play with, um, and I guess, you know, you can play it by yourself as well, too, I think, right? Like, it's just like CPU control. Oh, I didn't know. The- I don't know, but I don't know. I was just asking. Oh, maybe. maybe maybe that's not the case. If that's not the case, then uh, I'm sorry to get anybody's hopes up. <laughs> Find somebody to play with because um, it is 100% worth it. Um, the gameplay the, throughout the entire time was always leaving me like stunned. Um, the game itself is beautiful. Like all of the environments are super super like pretty to look at. And yeah, honestly, we might have to. Th- I might throw this one on the uh, pull, boot up on the OLED. Is that on Game Pass? Uh, uh, it is on Game Pass That's now. Crazy. I think it just recently got added to Game Pass. It, it's insane. That's crazy. Game Pass is truly insane. And you'll be hearing about me talking about Spartacus next year if, it's, uh, if it actually pans Spartacus. out. But you know, we're, not, we're not talking about that right maybe now. If we so. have time at the It end. takes two. Uh, it takes two. Maybe, cool, maybe. Cool. Uh, oh, wait. We talked about it last week, didn't we? Or did we not? Spartacus? I think we briefly like mentioned it. We were like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, okay, okay. Or something like that. Um. All right, that's everything I have for the Indie Darlings category. I have uh, I have three more categories. Let me know if you want to add more categories. Right now, I have Homework, 
which is a couple games you need to play to get ready for, you know, the upcoming years, upcoming releases. Uh, I have okay, s- yeah, yeah, sleeper hits, which are just games that you would not expect to be fire that are actually pretty good. And then I have good fun, which are just like these games are you can't really go wrong with these. These are these games are the triple A or just like the easy. Easy buys. I don't. I shouldn't even have to convince you. Type category. Gotcha. Yeah, I got a couple more. Um, I think I'll just keep it simple and stick with a multiplayer category. Mm. And like you know, these are the games that you're gonna you know boot up with the boys, um, or girls or folks, um, and play throughout the you know throughout your days. And then also RPG. Actually, yeah, I'll just consider it the RPG category. Okay. Okay. Oops, what did I do? I refreshed the page. RPG. Dang. Okay. Cool. So where do we want to start? Uh, let's start. Let's just start from homework. I only have two in here. Um, one game. Nice School Studios, recently bought by Netflix. They develop a little game called Oxen Free. I played this game twice this mm, year. It is yes. a very cool game. Uh, and Oxen Free Lost Signals comes out next year, I believe. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm very excited. And I think the game is pretty short. It's not difficult at all. And I think I saw it for like $3 today uh, on a deal or something on Twitter. So Yeah, it's constantly on sale. So go play I think at one point it was $1. Yeah, I think. it might have been $1 today. You might get lucky. Go, go pick this up and play it because it is a fantastic game. Nice little storytelling. Um and it'll get you right for next year. The other one. Um, I, oh, do you have any for this? Oh, um, I'll let you go because I didn't really have anything. Okay. I was just thinking some on the fly. But you go ahead. And if you don't mention what I'm thinking of, then I'll go. Okay. Last one I had. A Plague Tale Innocence. Uh, a Plague Tale mm. Innocence I picked up this year. People were kind of talking about it. Got a um, like a FPS boost, so like a resolution upgrade and stuff. Next gen patch. Uh, it was good. Ended up being a lot better than I expected. Uh, and the story ramps up. And by the end, it ramps up in a really cool place that made me interested to see where the franchise goes. So I'm very excited to see uh, a Plague Tale Requiem uh, launched next year. And I think it's going to be on Game, Pla- Game Pass, but I, I don't don't quote me on that. It was at the Xbox Probably conference. Will, I think. Um, so I, I think it, I think it will be on, on game pass, but, uh, regardless, I played tell innocence is on game pass. So go play this while you have a chance, uh, to get ready for the sequel. Cause I enjoyed it. The, the mechanics were very, very interesting. It may not be everybody's cup of tea, but I think it's worth a try. If you look at a trailer and think it's interesting. Yeah, that's my homework. I think I'll probably be able to squeeze it in, you know, right at the beginning of the year. It'll be my uh, my New Year's resolution to uh, play A Plague's Tale Innocence. Yeah, it's not too long. And I'll report back. It's not too long? Okay, bet, bet. Um, my homework, you know, another game that's coming out uh, early next year. I think people need to hop on the Dying Light train, bro. It's it's kind of been stuck in a little okay. bit of uh, some some development uh, ish, developmental issues this past year. Uh, and it got delayed to next uh, February, February uh, 2022. I really fucked with dying the gameplay um, in the world of Dying Light One, 
and I'm uh, a little not too excited because you know I wasn't like you know super crazy about the story or anything in the first game, mm-hmm. but I am definitely a little bit excited. And the closer we get to that February uh, release date, the more I'm like, yeah, Dying Light Two is gonna be lit because I definitely slept on Dying Light for a long time. I think that shit released I don't know like 2016, 2017, and I didn't play it until like uh, two or three years later. So um, yeah, I guys need to hop on the dying light obviously it's an uh older game now um but i think it still holds up and i mean the parkour bro like Oof. if you don't like parkour bro like what are you what are you doing just jumping around drop kicking zombies it's so satisfying to drop kick some zombies in the middle of uh in the middle of the street um just sounds satisfying. Yeah, that's my home it just sounds satisfying right you know you already know the vibes that's my homework game um i don't think i have any anything else okay uh Moving on to the sleeper hits category, basically games that I, at least I thought were going to be trash, um, ended up being good. Uh, and I only have, not that I thought they were trash, I just didn't think they were going to be as good as they were. Um, I have two games on this list, and you can add more if you have them. Uh, the first game, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, now, this is a review Ooh, in progress. So you booted it up. I did boot it up. Okay. It's a review in progress. So, you know. It might end like trash. It might stay overstay its welcome. I don't know. But for $30, this game is pretty good. Um, I've played four chapters so far, three or four chapters. Um, and people are saying, like, this is one of the best written games of the year. And it definitely is. Mm. It definitely is. Like, I love, like, it only took me, like, a couple minutes to get over the hump of, like, being like, okay, these aren't the MCU Guardians. Like, after that, like I was pretty locked in. I was I love the chemistry between all the characters. All the voice acting is incredible. Like all the extra characters and auxiliary characters are really good, um, and it's just fun the whole time. Like there there there's not really a dull moment. There's always banter going back and forth, and it's kind of like I'm just watching the MC MCU movie. Um, my my thoughts about like the enemy types and stuff that I had during E3 are still the same so far. Like these enemy types are just kind of random <laughs> and not that exciting. But the like controlling like the team and how that kind of plays out is not too bad. I kind of like those mechanics for now. So um, I don't know. Right now I'm really really digging it. So I'm excited to see how if that keeps up throughout the game. Cool. 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 Uh, and then the other one, a game that I bounced off of a couple years back and I jumped back on because it got added to Game Pass, Prey. Prey was really good, man. Prey was really, really good. Um, I think it was one of Arcane's best best work. And, you know, playing that, jumping right into Deathloop, you know, gave me a really strong appreciation for Arcane and kind of the games that they make. So shout out to Prey. Um, I think it's really unique. Um, I think it captures all of the great things that Arcane does well, level design, storytelling, all that good stuff. Um, so so give that game a shot. Nice. Uh, I actually don't think I have any for this category right now. So uh, all right. I'm ready to, to move on. Multiplayer. What do you have? Multiplayer. You already know. I already it know. Is, bro, bro. You already know I had to whip it out. I had to technically this one 100% should have been um, and could have been in the indie 
darling category right. but i needed it to be by itself i needed it to appeal to the masses here bro i'm talking knockout city knockout baby. city a game that is very near and dear to my heart uh has revitalized my love for the game of dodgeball got me out here thinking to myself dang i want to join a dodgeball league <laughs> yeah bro it's that serious it is really that serious is that fun um i think the game it just it really did it came out of nowhere i remember seeing i remember the ea trailer or not the ea trailer was it an e, it wasn't an e3 last year was it i don't, I don't know it was some type of conference that it was at um everybody was confused by it because there were all sorts of like characters in it and we're like well what kind of game is this gonna be what kind of game is this gonna be and then they started slinging dodgeballs i was yes, like oh sir. shit this might be a little interesting um and it really did prove to be interesting um i obviously have not been able to play it too much very recently but you know that's gonna change when i get back to um atlanta i'll be hopping on a bit more uh frequently the newest season just started up and i think that the player base is still uh fairly decent it's not like it's a dead game um even though like a large portion of its like player base i think has dropped off since launch which is you know kind of to be expected Mm -hmm. so maybe one day we'll get a a boost in uh player base you know if it gets added directly to game pass or something like that instead of being through ea play or there's some sort of like really crazy event or something or it goes completely free to play who knows um i could see this game really uh thriving over the years so shout outs to knockout city i have nothing but uh, uh high praises for the game nice nice uh knockout city is a good game it's also on game pass so go check it out um yes. the other game I will give props to, of course, can't go without mentioning Halo Infinite. Multiplayer just absolutely yeah. slaps. Uh, and it will continue to slap as time goes by. We don't even have dedicated dang playlists yet, and we're already having a good time. So <laughs> once we can tailor our intro or our games to like Slayer and SWAT and all these other game types that they release, man, we're going to be going crazy. So obviously Halo Infinite, if you haven't tried it yet, it's free to play. Get on it. RPGs. RPGs. There's only one game I had on this list as well. Um, Yakuza Seven, bro. It's I think it's technically considered you know an RPG. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think it's more of a JRPG, but you know who cares? It's they're all role playing games. The J only means that it's a uh, hella long. Uh, That's right. If you've got time, if you want to sit yourself down, dedicate yourself to a like a an epic. You know, it is an epic uh, tale of redemption for this one uh ex yakuza member Mm -hmm. you got to sit down and play yakuza like a dragon um the seventh installment in the yakuza series um it does a great job of separating itself from the like the previous six games so you don't feel too lost you don't feel like oh dang do i have to play one through six do i have to watch this six hour 14 hour uh video summarizing the first six games nah you don't have to do that just boot it up it's on game pass hop in and um just be ready to watch a lot of cutscenes. obviously you know it's uh th- those japanese games they really do uh love their cutscenes. they love uh telling the story um so yeah I, I highly recommend it and the gameplay um is very fun it's very uh i don't know what's the way to describe it. I mean, it's just rpg if you if you played rpgs growing up or in the past you know what an rpg plays like so this might be the game for you it's just addicting i don't i don't even know how to describe it addicting yes that's a good way to describe it i think um, you just want to keep going. You want to keep pushing. Yeah. Uh, on my end, I also had Yakuza Like a Dragon. So everything you said, 
actually captured everything. The story, I was so freaking caught up in the story as wacky and wild as it was. Like it was also like grounded and emotional in a way. So, um, I really, that was kind of the thing that kept pulling me on. And then also outside of the main story, which is a little more serious in tone, there's all these crazy wacky things happening around, uh, this city. So, um, in the form of side missions. So, I don't know. It was just a really, really fun time. And as somebody who almost swore off of games that were overly long, like I was surprised to start and finish Yakuza in like a month and a half or whatever because I was just playing it nonstop. So shout out to Yakuza Like a Dragon. This final category we got, good fun. What are games that you just got to pick up this year? Um we already talked about It Takes Two, but I would also put that on this list. It Takes Two is just good fun, must play. Um, going on, though, Psychonauts 2, man. I think this yes, game that is, was on my list. is you know insane. If you want to put Psychonauts 1 on homework, go ahead and do that, because I think it pairs really nicely following right into Psychonauts 2. But Psychonauts 2 is the platformer of the year, in my opinion. Um uh, I mean, unless you count It Takes Two as a platformer, then there's a little comp there. But Psychonauts 2 was fantastic start to finish. I don't think I had any major complaints. Maybe the combat wasn't as tight as tight as it need. It could have been, but honestly, that was not even really an issue for me. Um, it's just so fun. Mm-hmm. The dialogue was fun the whole time. All the levels were hella creative. Just when you think they ran out of ideas next level was stunning and and crazy and wacky um tells a great story about mental health uh in a family friendly way um and it's kind of that like comedy where they hide adult jokes among the kid jokes as well so there's that perfect blend of comedy um people hate on the art style i thought the art style was fine i enjoyed it um so that's that man. Psychonauts two, I think you gotta play. That's, this is a game that you gotta play this year. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm literally on the exact same page here with you. It's just a fun game to play through, and it's got some nice little uh, celebrity cameo or uh, voice cameos in oh, there. Yeah. So go ahead and give it. Go ahead and give it a little playthrough, y'all. Wait, Psycho isn't it is on Game Pass Absolutely. as well, right? You said that. Absolutely. 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 Uh, boot up. Psychonauts 2 right now. I think honestly, if you want your a true game experience that's super like accessible, I gotta recommend Psychonauts 2 really, just because you know it's on Game Pass. It's on you know the like little the whole Xbox ecosystem now. Mm -hmm. It's easy to get into and it's an easy game to play. And all you need to really do is uh, watch a little uh, recap. And I think they give you a recap in the beginning of the game anyway. So yes, booyah, boom. Uh. Okay. Um, what's your? You, you go want, ahead, because I'm sure we have a lot of the same say, games. You, but wait, what do you mean? I thought you were about to ask me about uh, the accessories. Now we got. We only have. We only did one good fun game. You don't have any other games? Because I got a couple. I don't have it. I mean, like I had like one other game that doesn't really like fit. It kind of fits in the category, but like. 
Not really. Right, me... And then I, I thought we were kind of like in at that point where all the games we discussed, it was like, you know, the journey all along was what was important, oh, you know? No, you That's are, what was fun. You are all asleep the... at the wheel, sir, because we, men- we have failed to mention some crucial, crucial games. Oh, that is true. You're right. You're right. <laughs> My bad. So I'll, uh, I'll go ahead, take the reins back. I'll guide the horse where it needs to go. Deathloop, guys. Then Deathloop. Yes. Arcane. I talked about Prey. Prey is homework, so you can truly appreciate Deathloop. Deathloop is a fantastic game. Uh, it's very hard to de- describe the gameplay, but once you figure it out, it is good, man. Arcane is a master at level design, master at you know level progression, all that stuff, uh, and Deathloop is no exception. Plus, you get a nice snazzy like uh, 70s or whatever year it is uh, vibe uh theme over the over the gameplay so it's good man and not to mention there's a really cool multiplayer aspect to the game too that kind of shakes things up and keeps these things interesting as you're playing through the game so death loop absolutely pick it up play it uh flip it around play it again nice um i got dang i don't think i have i can't you go i got one more i got one more because i'm surprised this is your game, sir. This is your game you were hyping up. Metroid Dread. Come on, man. If you're yeah, looking for yeah, I mean. a Nintendo, if you have a Switch, you ain't got a lot to play this year. So you might as well just go ahead and pick up Metroid Dread, all right? Um, that is true. Metroid Dread is fun, man. It's Although I had my complaints, as we talked about you know, a couple episodes ago, um, it was still fun. I got through it. The boss fights are fun. They're challenging, and there are a lot of cool, fun, cinematic moments throughout the game. So Metroid is back, and Metroid Dread does a good job at at getting people hyped about the franchise again and getting people prepared for Metroid Prime 4. Honestly, I would probably pick uh, Mario Party over Metroid. We were talking about the general general fun, you know? I think that Mario Party really captures that. That family friendly uh, essence of fun. I, I won't say family friendly because you know you'd be cussing oh, at your yeah. friends and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I got a side story about that, too. There's also a good fun category is just like a best of. Like, hey, you know, these are the games that people are going to have on their Christmas list and stuff, or they should have on their Christmas list. Whereas, like, the indies and the sleepers and stuff, people might not th- be thinking about too much. Um, Play Mario Party, the new Mario Party, for the first time. Um, on Saturday, Saturday night, Jonathan, Matt, nice. Jose, Catherine, and second game, doing well. I'm really close to winning, up four stars to everybody else's two or lower stars. I'm just going crazy. Two turns left, and this man, Jonathan, over here. Oh, no. He landed on a challenge space with Catherine, Catherine who had a boo bell. She didn't have enough money to steal a star from me. He threw the match so that she could steal a star from me Ooh. so I could lose. I mean, Yo. what kind of betrayal is that? What kind That's of not- betrayal? I mean, that right was there, just man. what kind of cheating? Not- we talk about Mario Party being rigged. I saw a che- I saw robbery, unfair <laughs> cheating happen right before my eyes. It was uncalled for. But you know what? Ball don't lie. Cause I got two bonus, two bonus stars Sheesh. to allow me to beat little Johnny boy into the dirt 
Johnny Boy thought he won. He did not. He did not. Damn, I know he was mad about he that. He was mad. I got it on film, too. Got it on film. Uh, Put it in the Discord. Put Mario Party on there, too, because that Mario Party is... If you don't have Mario Party already, if you didn't get scammed into buying that last Mario Party, go ahead and buy this one, because this one is fantastic. Maps could be better, but you know, Mario Party is Mario Party. It's a good, it's a good dang game. And that's it, man. That's the list. I'll run through it one more time. It'll be a, a mouthful, but I'll go through all the categories. Um, just to remind you guys of what we have so far. So we have testing out the TV. We have Ori Will of the Wisp, um, Tetris Effect Connected, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Forza Horizon Five Returnal. We have Indie Darlings. We have Inscription, Death's Door, Going Under, Little Nightmares 1 and 2, Boomerang X, Outer Wilds, Dodgeball Academia, The Forgotten City, It Takes Two. For homework, we have Oxenfree and A Plague Tale. Sleeper Hits, we have Guardians of the Galaxy and Prey. Multiplayer, we have Knockout City and Halo Infinite. RPG, we have Yakuza Like a Dragon. And uh, for the good fun slash best of category, we have uh, Metroid Dread, um, Deathloop, Returnal, Psychonauts 2 uh, and Mario Party. Actually, Returnal wasn't on there, Brilliant. but it basically is. It is a best of game. Now, before we wrap it up, accessories. I only have one single accessory, so you might, need, if you have more accessories, you might need to carry the carry the um, the category here. But the holiday accessory guy, mine is just the Elite Series Two. I got it. About a month ago, been using it ever since. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm just really, really amazed at the construction of the hardware. All of the little pieces are magnetic. The back paddles are magnetic. The um, thumb sticks are magnetic. The D-pad is magnetic, so it's like super hot swappable. No tools needed to switch out the back paddles or the thumbsticks or D-pads or anything like that, which is really, really cool. Uh, the fact that you can adjust the bumper since, like, the, how much the, the, the triggers go down is really cool. That really helped me with uh, Halo Infinite when I was trying to spam the pistol or, or something like that. I When I play Halo Infinite, I have the trigger set to only, like, two-thirds of the way, so I don't have to press all the way down to shoot, which is really nice. Hmm. Um, it allows me to you know, press faster. Um, and I haven't adjusted the tension on the thumbsticks yet, but it's an option and I'll do it. And also I've, I've made like different profiles and stuff for different, uh, games. So that's really cool as well. So at least series two controller, um, is it worth the money? I think that's your decision. If you play a lot of games, if you play a lot of shooters, I think it's, it's a really good controller to have. It is expensive though, so I don't want to say it's you know absolutely absolutely worth it or anything, but um, as a Christmas gift, though, as a Christmas gift, uh, absolutely, as a Christmas gift, absolutely, that's a good point. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely wanting to pick up a Elite Series controller at some point. I don't know how soon that's going to be though. You know, we still got a. Uh, so I'm still getting a lot of use out of the old mouse and keyboard. Of course. And with that being said. Speaking of mice, I bought a my, uh, mouse. Damn, I'm getting, st- I'm stuttering over my words here. <laughs> I bought a mouse this year, uh, Logitech G Pro Wireless. Okay. This is this is a pretty solid mouse here. You know, it is a lightweight mouse. It comes with uh, customizable side buttons. You can have up to four side buttons um, on the sides. Um, if you don't, and also since I say it's customizable because 
you can choose to basically just take those buttons off and it also kind of has like that magnet type system where you can put in pop in a, a little attachment so that way now you're not worrying about clicking you know the little side buttons if you don't want to click those buttons nice um the char- like it comes with like you know, obviously it's a little charging uh wire which like doubles as like the a main mouse wire so you can have it plugged in and be wired um while it's charging and yeah the thing never really dies bro i don't think i've ever i've never in my uh how many months have i had it at least a few months now never in my few months of having it have i like gotten down to like oh it's like low battery mode or i've had it die on me in the middle of a game or something like that just because it's just so easy for you to just plug it right in um right after you're done playing games or something right at the end of the or right when the night's about to start, before you're about to go to bed, you plug it in and you wake up and it's full charge and you don't even have to worry about it for like another week or something like that. So, yeah, I really, I really recommend this mouse. Uh, I think it uh, is solid, especially if you're out here, you're gaming hard, you're trying to rank up in uh, Halo, you're trying to hit Onyx rank, go ahead and pick yourself a, a little G Pro wireless. This is not sponsored, by the way. If they want to sponsor... Shit, they can sponsor me, bro. I'll I'll talk good about uh, about Logitech. I think they they're a solid little company. Um, but yeah, other than that, I was gonna just have one, you know, just be one and done. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so blown away by the Oculus Quest Two. I have no choice but to recommend it as like not necessarily as like you know a must have purchase, but like you know if you're asking for gifts, um, you know for for Christmas or something, and you know you're fortunate enough to get one, or if you know you just have some disposable income here, here or there, I think a quest is worth it if you are curious about um, the VR world. You know about the VR space. It is, I think, the most affordable and most ex- most accessible headset out there right now. Um, although it obviously it's still a little pricey. It's about the same price as like your regular old console, around like three hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, but that's you know compared to. Like I think the only other real one, real ones out there are the HTC Vive, which I think is still a thing, Let's and see. the Valve Index. Valve Index is a thousand dollars. That's bro. cap. You're, you're, that's a, that's a whole entire uh, PC. That's two. That's two Playstations or some shit like that, bro. Like you're not really getting your value there, especially when then you have to buy all the VR games as well. Oculus Quest. Not only is it, you know, more affordable. It's all within the like all the like hardware and like. Com- computing power was within the headset itself so now you get to just be on the go you're just wireless bro all the time and it's a really fun experience so um yeah Ch- check it out you know find a friend who has one you might want to cop one yourself um after you've uh after you've played it but i highly recommend it right now nice nice maybe i'll have to maybe i'll have to dabble maybe i'll have to dabble at some point We'll see. We'll see. It's not. It's not. It's not like a rush. I don't. I would never like be like, oh yeah, y'all gotta get a, a quest. Y'all gotta get a quest. It's right. just like you know, if you're really thinking about it, you might as well. PSVR you know, are, two is coming out soon, soon too. So that might also. Which one? PSVR two. PSVR two. I think that would be a super uh, a nice little pickup, especially since you know it'll just integrate right into your PlayStation. Yeah, so yeah, that's another option. That's another option. Uh, all right, guys. That's it, man. Uh, if you guys missed any of these games, if you guys are interested in any of the, these games, I highly recommend you pick them up, try them out. They're all great things, great games. Tell us about them. Tell us your experience with them. Tell us if you if we scammed you, if you if we if you think you wasted your money on some of these games. Let me know. Um, 
Other than that, thank you guys for listening to Player Player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Remember what you guys need to do. Go to iTunes or rate us. All right. I will not forget next week. If you guys want to want a PS5, if you want the chance, you know, I'd say the odds are not in your favor that I give one away <laughs> next week. There's a, there's a possibility. All right. If you want to increase those exactly. odds to at least 2%. Exactly. Exactly. Tell you, review review the website on iTunes. Review the podcast on iTunes. Tell your friends about us. If you want uh, updates about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show, visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. Big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. As always, follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoop Man, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host uh, Arsene here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch, or Arsene Lapa on Instagram. Until next time, guys. Keep gaming. Game on, folks.